If it's happening now, we're talking about it. This is Hamilton Today with Scott Thompson on 900 CHML. And we're starting to see some changes and some refocus from the federal government, and they are now taking inspiration from a wartime, post-World War II time housing plans to address the modern housing crisis. I think this is a great idea, but how do we do this and not repeat the same mistakes that have anti-urban sprawlers and extreme environmentalists up in arms. Let's bring in Mike Moffitt, Senior Director of Policy and Innovation at the Smart, uh, Smart Prosperity Institute and professor, Assistant Professor in Business, uh, Ivy Business School, Western University, and here now. Mike, thanks for the time. Hope you're well. Ah, thank you for having me. All right, Mike. I found this. I find this fascinating, and and we've talked about this before. But when, when and I think this wartime housing plan is a great idea. It needs that kind of attention. However, when I think of that, I think of you know the aerial views of you know a house after house in a subdivision, road after road, where all these little cookie cutter houses look exactly the same, and those are the posters that the anti-urban sprawl movement always use. Uh, when say we shouldn't be doing this, it's killing the environment. So how do you balance that with what's happening in 2023? Well, certainly we, we need to be smart uh, about the way we develop. But, you know, we certainly have to realize that our population is growing and, and we need a, a home for everyone. And this catalog can certainly help with that, that we can have all kinds of uh, housing forms, uh, everything from single detached to uh, four fourplexes to, uh, you know, six uh, story mass timber high rises. So, you know, I, I think we just need to have that balance that absolutely, you know, we need to uh, protect and, and preserve our environment. But we also need to make sure that uh, everyone has a safe place to uh, call home. How does looking at through a war, post -World, uh, World War II lens change things? What's different? Well, I, I think we uh, should adopt uh, some of the best practices we had back then because we we found ourselves in very similar situations as, as today. So, for instance, we haven't built enough housing in Canada over the last 15 years. Well, that was the same in the late 1940s. We didn't build enough because of World War II and the uh, Great Depression mm -hmm. before then. Uh, today, we have uh, high levels of population growth. We had the same thing uh, back then where, you know, we had all the returning veterans, but we also had high levels of immigration from from war torn, torn Europe. So there's a lot of similarities. Um, so I think we can learn some of those lessons, but we do need to change things. I, you know, I think the sort of 900 square foot strawberry boxes uh, that we built then probably don't make as much sense in 2023. Mm -hmm. So we need to have other housing forums. But I think we go back that there are a lot of parallels uh, from history. And I think we, you know, we need to uh, we need to learn those lessons and uh, reuse them in the future. Uh, are you concerned we'll run into the same challenges and protests that we did when trying to build 10 or 20 years ago? Well, I do think uh, things are changing. So, for example, mm -hmm. uh, take that example of fourplexes. You know, two or three years ago, if you and I were having this conversation, I would have suggested that, no, there, these things are never going to be legalized, that there's just going to be, you know, too much local opposition. But we're seeing city after city uh, legalize uh, these things, make them uh, being able to build them as of right. So I think we are starting to see some changes out there. And I actually think the catalog can help with this, that if we have these catalog of of designs that, that people can look at and go, OK, yeah, I'd actually be OK with that uh, in, in my neighborhood. That's not you know a particularly strange 
looking building. So, you know, we again, it all comes down to balance that, you know, we understand that uh, people have fear of the unknowns, but at the same time, we need to balance that with the with the need for more housing. Who comes up with the templates or the options? How does how does how do we get there? Yeah, so the uh, federal government's going to launch a consultation in in January. It it sounds like this program will be run by the Canadian Mortgage and, and Housing Corporation, um, which uh, had the the old catalogs back in back in the fifties and sixties. Uh, we'll have to sort of outsource this to uh, to designers, so it won't be the actual government itself uh, mm-hmm. designing these properties, but rather it will be purchasing them um, either directly or through some kind of design competition where the best you know private sector uh, architects can design a, a suite of uh, of great uh, blueprints uh, for for people to choose from what do you think will be the challenges or concerns moving forward with this well I think we in order to get it right we need to do a few things uh, so the biggest thing is we need to make sure that these homes are affordable uh, in the sense that that construction costs are kept low uh, one way of doing that is ensuring that the the homes are simple to build that they don't take a lot of uh, skilled labor though certainly will need electricians and roofers and plumbers but you can make certain design choices uh, in order to uh, reduce the number of hours required on site. Then finally, we'll need to make sure that these homes are are energy efficient. Uh, you know, to to create affordability, to make sure people aren't spending too much uh, money on hydro and gas. But if we can do that and get these designs out there quickly, I think this program has a big chance of, of being a success. Uh, will this keep uh, those happy that don't like urban sprawl? Like at the end of the day, have we come to a point where we've realized we have to have these discussions rather than just say no? Have we got there? Yeah, well, I, I certainly think those those discussions are are ongoing um, and, and largely sort of outside of uh, of this catalog. I think that the catalog helps you know with the actual building of these homes, whether they be on new greenfield sites on the edge of town or 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 infill but i think those discussions are going to continue about how fast does the population grow uh how much land do we need to support that that population and so on so i absolutely do think that municipalities need to have this conversation and need to be realistic about uh uh, the realities of of population growth and ensuring that uh, everyone in canada has a place to call home it seems that building has been a bad word in Canada, in Ontario, specifically for a long time. Is that changing? Is that attitude changing? Yeah, it, it really is. Um, when, when, you look at, uh, when you look at the polls, uh, so for instance, David Coletto at, at Abacus uh, had a recent poll that just came out today that looked at uh, uh, what Canadians would like to see from a, a Polyev government, uh, should we have one after the next election? And literally 97% of respondents said that they would like to ensure that the the next government uh, focuses on housing affordability. So I think there is uh, an understanding that we need to do more on housing. Obviously, people disagree about the the, the details and, you know, some want Mm -hmm. these homes to be built somewhere else. But I I do think uh, that attitudes are changing. I think people look around at how high rents are. They look around at all the tent cities and all the homelessness and basically say that that something has to change, that we need to build more homes. Do you think this will be eventually baked into policy so we don't get into this problem again because it is a self-inflicted wound? Are we learning from this? 
I, I I think we are. Um, you know, we always you know tend to to forget these lessons sometimes, and you know we do we have had uh, you know series of housing crises over the last eighty years. Yeah, but I, I'm optimistic that with these uh, designs, uh, they can be fast tracked for approvals uh, from either the federal government at CMHC or municipal approvals that they can get building permits uh, out there faster and, and so on. So this certainly won't solve all of our problems, uh, but I think it can uh, certainly help uh, speed up the process. Always fascinating. Mike Moffitt with the Senior Director of Policy and Innovation at the Smart Prosperity Institute, Assistant Professor in Business, Ivy Business School, Western University. Mike, thanks so much for the time and insight. Much appreciated. Good luck. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com.